What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Hi-Fi Hour. I am here with my good friend, and I'm so proud to call him a good friend, Dan Wiggins. Who needs no introduction, really? <laughs> good friend. You know, you're, you're about three weeks behind on the friend payments. I'm just saying here, you know. You know, uh, I'm going to have to pay up. I'm going to have to pay up or shut up. <laughs> I, I, I got to go with the bike book, too. So, you know, uh, the bike. <laughs> so, uh, so what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm doing great. I mean, I'm just uh, staying busy, uh, playing with a lot of crap back in the lab of doom, uh, you know, various speakers and headphones and all kinds of weird projects going on. So I'm just having fun, doing really well. How about yourself? I, I'm doing good. Uh, well, how's California? You guys, are you guys doing okay out there? Yeah. Um, so we're based in Ventura County. Uh, Ventura basically has uh, effectively zero COVID issues. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the weather has not been the best. Uh, today it's a little warm. It's about 78, so it's a little too hot. Um, it's, but it's completely blue sky, so you know, it's that kind of thing. It's, it's Southern California. That's, that's why we live here, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely better weather, but um, Colorado isn't too bad right now, yeah, so we're, yeah. we're doing okay. Uh, I'm just bummed that I missed out on all of my favorite, you know, events this year, Cedia, RMAF. And, and actually, mm-hmm. that's where I that's where I first met you, I believe. Weren't you at yeah. Cedia last year? Yeah, I was at Cedia uh, with yeah. Stark Sound, of course. Yeah. Um, I do Rocky Mountain uh, with Periodic. Uh, I go to CES just to catch up with friends and things like that. I mean, that's what's really bumming me out is this, there's going to be no CES 2021. I've I gone know. to 26 CESs in a row. I'm going to miss one because they closed it down. So I don't know if do I count that as as an actual miss or to count that as a non miss? I, I I think that's a as a DQ. That's just a disqualification. You don't okay. you know you you could skip it because you're not physically skipping it. You're not like intentionally skipping it. it it's forced upon you. You know that's so, true. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll accept that then. So yeah, yeah. So um, then for those yeah. of you out there who don't know uh, who Dan is and what he does, Dan is the CTO for Stark Sound, and he's the guy you know in the lab coat creating all this amazing amazing sound that we all enjoy very much and he's also uh ceo right of periodic audio yeah uh founder and president you know ceo kind of thing yeah so so tell me a little bit about periodic audio and what drove you to because i know you're you're a lover of audio you know you're you're an audio fanatic audiophile any, any word that can that you can describe a person who has a passion for audio and then some that that would be you. So how, how did you get uh, into the periodic audio deal? Um, so I've always loved sound, as you just said. I like notes. Um, headphones have been something I've been playing with for many years, off and on. I just do it my own things like that. I travel a huge amount for my job. Uh, obviously not this year because travel's kind of down. But it wasn't uncommon for me to be gone 150, 160 days a year around places working on things. So I'm always traveling. I like to bring music with me. And so I've always had headphones, over ears, on ears, things like that. Developed a bunch of them for everybody else. Uh, you know, blue microphones. Uh, did the Dolby Dimension headphone. Uh, did all the acoustics in there. All, my team did all the mechanical engineering. I mean, so so uh, a lot of headphones for other companies I can't talk about. Um, it's from all around the world. Uh, but so we've always done headphones, Microsoft things like that. And I decided at this point I wanted to build a product that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Uh, simple, straightforward. Let me make it sound great. Let me make it super portable, super comfortable. So I could wear it on the 14 hour flight from Los Angeles to Hong Kong or Los Angeles to Shanghai. Um, 
that would sound phenomenal off of a cell phone. I don't need a special player. And it's got to be super tiny. And so we just went around. We designed these little guys here, you know, periodic audio little things that, that we do, little in-ears. And uh, just kept it to absolute minimum, made it a science experiment where we just play with different types of metals inside for the diaphragm to and Eric. And that was it. And it's really kind of taken off like hotcakes. People love them. They're always rated one of the best. I mean, it's kind of cool when we, when people say, well, I have a pair that's a little better than yours, sound a little better than yours, but they're like the $2,500 Jerry Harvey Layla's. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so ours are $299, that's $2,500. I'll take a close second place at that point. So that was kind of the whole, whole reason we did it. It's just kind of a screw you. I want to do something fun for myself. And it's also a really good calling card. When people go, well, I've heard your name before, but really, what can you do? Just give my parents say, when you're ready, give me a call. <laughs> and you know what I really love about uh... – you and, and, and the, this whole situation is that when you go to your website, uh, you're you're about me, you know, and you're about us and your description of everything. Um, honestly, you're no nonsense. You know, no. you're, you I think you kind of you, you probably would have had some really good conversations with uh, with Paul Klipsch, you know, like I think you guys would have, you know, would have been drinking buddies, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. So you basically let everybody know, look. I'm not doing the. We're not the AirPods. We're not Apple. You know, we're not trying to make you look good. We're not trying to. Because let's be honest, a lot of these products that are being introduced into mass market, um, they're cool to own, Uh right? They like they they give you a sense of prestige. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you have those little white AirPods, people are like, "Oh, he's cool." You know, he has the AirPods, but Uh they can they sound like not good. Yeah, exactly. For lack of better words, yeah. Um, uh, Beats. That's another one that I I I I use personally. I use Beats when I go to the gym because I need something that I don't mind losing. You know, when I go to the gym. (laughs) So uh, I'll I'll put them, or you know, I'll put the little Bluetooth on. I'll listen to them, and they're not horrible. You know, they're not like they don't sound completely horrible, but. They they lack a lot of 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 clarity and, and and precision. So when I had the opportunity to uh, review, you know, periodic audios, uh, you know, full line, I was completely blown away because every single, and as you mentioned, every single um, in your monitor has their own metal or their own element. And that's kind of kind of cool how you played on that, you know, the periodic table yep. elements, you know, but each of them had their own very, very distinct sound. And I remember you told me, you're like, everybody hears them differently. Yeah. You know? And, and that's true. I mean, everybody, what I think a flute sounds like is different than what you think a flute sounds like is different than what anybody else thinks a flute sounds like. Because we all have our own cultural experiences, our own physiology, our own um, uh our own expectations of what things should sound like. And that will all color what the wetware inside of our head, our brain actually says, oh, these little electrical stimuli coming from these these acoustical waves that are exciting all these little hairs in our ear. Mm-hmm. What is that as a flute? So we all have a different, we all hear it different. And so we offer differences. We're not a company, like most companies will try to make all their headphones sound the same. You know, some companies go so far as saying, this is the frequency response curve and thou shalt have this curve and anything else is absolutely wrong. Cool. Do you go to a, an Italian restaurant and you pull up the menu and there's 17 listings for veal parmesan, veal parmesan, veal, but that's all they make. It's veal parmesan. I don't care. That's it. No, <laughs> that's wrong. We're, yeah. we're here to experience things. We're here to experience art. And a lot of times the way you experience art is going to be different because you choose to put yourself in different. Just like I choose to use different headphones. Mm-hmm. So preference is preference. You can't argue with preference. You can talk all you want about, well, people tend to prefer, people tend to prefer great, but that's people 
tend. That, that's like, oh, maybe a majority or a good group. That's not everybody. You should celebrate differences. I mean, I thought we were about diversity in this culture, right? Let's right. be diverse in our, in our audio uh, choice too. So we're very much that way. Um, in fact, one of our guiding principles when we started this company was what would Apple do? Let's do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. And, and I kid you not, you ask the other founders of the company, they'll say, yeah, it's exactly what it was. Down to the packaging, down to the way the unit looks, down to the values that we're putting into the product, down to the fact that it's not even Bluetooth. It's, it's a plug-in freaking wire. You know, Save the tip rings leave. Save the TRS. Um, that's the whole thing that, that we push. So we're not going to make you look popular. We're not going to you know, um, increase your social standing. But we're going to put big fat grins on your face from enjoying it. And uh, about the website, I think we're probably the only website out there that tells you that if you don't like what we're doing, go and suck eggs. We actually do have that on our website. In text. I, I, I know. I remember. I, I think I actually, dur- during the video I did, video review, I, I, I actually read your entire about me to the public. Yeah, exactly. So, it's a, you know, so we're different. We're irreverent. But if you've met me in pub, in, in, you know, in person many times, mm-hmm. that's just the way we are. I mean, why, why spew bullshit? Why, why cover things up? It's not worth it. Can I say that word on this? Is that a yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, fine. So um, <laughs> that's just how we are. So that's what or, we are. You know, you mentioned Apple and uh, I, I've done a lot of, I mean, I've, I've read the books and I've studied Steve Jobs and everything. And, mm-hmm. I think where he, I think where he failed was he wasn't at one point he stopped putting the, the user first, you know, he created end to end. No, no, he on purpose created machines that you could not, you know, modify, you couldn't, you know, upgrade things like that. And that's, I think where microsoft pc you know ibm all these guys had the upper hand it's because they catered they built products for the people you know they put the people first um and i think that even with your project with stark you guys Mm -hmm. are are making products for the people you're thinking okay what do people need Mm -hmm. you know with periodic audio what do people need people need something that they can listen to that's going to sound fantastic Mm -hmm. at the same time not break the bank and how, how are we going to come about doing that? And you did it. You nailed it. Exactly. Honestly, my two favorite uh, elements were or are magnesium and carbon, which is mm-hmm. weird because they're at the complete end of the, of the pricing spectrum. Mm-hmm. So I can't just I can't explain it. I can't tell you why. It just that's what sounds good to me. You know, then it's right. I and, mean, and you shouldn't have to explain it, <laughs> which is which is crazy because, you know, people would think, oh, well. You know, why didn't you like the it's not that I didn't like them. It's just, it's just these are the I liked all of them, but yeah. these are the ones I liked the best that, yeah. I, that fit my personal musical taste. Yeah. So and that's the way music is, man. Everybody's ears are different. Right. And, and, and you know, to get back to what you talked about, I've always had a vision of when I design a product, I want to design it for the consumer. And it's not about I want the consumer to feel like they've got something sexy or they got something. I want it to disappear. I don't want the consumer to ever think about my technology. If they're thinking about it, then I failed. Um, down to the point of the headphones. They're super lightweight on purpose. Our IEMs are the lightest on the market. Why? Because weight, you know, I did hearing aids way back in the 90s. Weight is the number one driver of discomfort in the ear. So if you make it super lightweight, people tend to forget about it. And you can wear them for 10, 12, 14 hours a day without a problem. And it's got a simple jack. There's no technology. Just plug it in and you're done. It goes away. The Stark Sound stuff, the same kind of thing. Let's not have 15 different ways you could connect a binding post with a bunch of bridging straps or an amplifier that you could figure 18 different ways of lots of inputs. No. Input, 
output, go. Be simple, be done. A person doesn't have to worry about it. Make it look that, like the amplifiers at Stark and make them look gorgeous, but they don't have to look beyond belief gorgeous. They got to look good enough to, to carry their value. But we understand people are going to put them in a closet and walk away. They just do their job as they should. Mm-hmm. No noise, no distortion, super reliable connections. They look good when you, when you open up and show off all your gear to your friends. At the same time, the speakers are a little different. We made those especially flashy because, face it, when, when you get a speaker in a room, it's kind of hard to hide a big speaker in the room. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a big box. And so you can either be like everybody else, be a big black box, which most people don't like, especially here in Southern California, things like that. The last thing you want is just big black monoliths everywhere. You probably don't want a lot of dark wood. That's heavily out of out of style for the last 10 years and probably maybe 20 years come back. I mean, I think the number one reason why people remodel kitchens is to get rid of the honey oak that went into the 80s, right? So we said, you know what, let's go with something that looks modern. And let's actually add colors that will pop because that's what folks want. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to be a speaker, I don't I, – I, again, I want to visually disappear from being a speaker. I want to just, oh, that's kind of cool looking, think like that. I don't want to draw attention to myself. If I am going to be visual, then let's let's create something that blends in with the rest of the environment in a proper way. So that's kind of my, my guiding force of everything I do is how can I make it simple and easy to use and then make it go away? Because if you could do that with technology, you won. The consumer then focuses on experiencing the technology, on experiencing what happens. And that's really what matters. Yeah, I mean, it's good looking stuff. I wanted to show the the public a little bit, you know. That that is your flagship. That's the ICH five. Yep. Uh, I've heard this in person over at uh good old Giles's place. And man, this thing, like you said, aesthetically, there's Nothing on the market like that. No, you know? nothing. Like that. I, I always prefer everything in black, but oh. um, the blue is sexy. You know, the sapphire blue. Uh, and and these, even then, it, it's not just blue. We put a heavy load of metal flake in it. Right, right. It, it has it, it almost it has like a car. It's like an automobile finish. Exactly. It, it's particles, yeah. and that's because again, you're not going to be able to hide something that big in your room. Don't try to make it hidden. Don't try to detract. And say, oh, it's just an architectural feature. No, it's a speaker. Be proud about it. People look at it for first time things. Wow, that's gorgeous. And then they'll forget about it because it sounds great and it disappears. That's the point. Yeah. Like even in retail stores, you know, it goes great with their aesthetics because you you guys offer different colors, different, um, you know, just different styles. The metal, the metal in the front. What what a finish. You know what I'm saying? Like. Beautiful, and, beautiful. And because it's aluminum, we can anodize it any color. In fact, we've even had one client. Um, she came to us. Uh, she was redoing a condo, a waterfront condo in Miami. Wanted a, a bunch of uh, H3s all the way around her room. Really? Um, but she had a very particular requirement in that she sent us a scarf and says, this is the color of lavender I want it to be. <laughs> so we actually color matched a scarf. Um, and she got him. It's like, this is exactly what I wanted. Perfect. And for her, it fit in because a lot of the rest of the tones in her room were in lavenders that blended in with that. And when you first look at pictures of the room, you go, oh, there's a speaker. But then it quickly disappears visually because it blends in with everything else in the color. It's not a big wood thing. It's mm-hmm. not a big black model. It just disappears. And it just creates gorgeous sound. That's the point. Technology, at first you look at it and go, wow, that's kind of cool. And then you promptly forget about it because you're using it and you're happy you're using it. That's the point of technology. It's not about, you know, gorgeousness. It's down to, you know, one, one of my pet peeves I'm currently on about is cell phones. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody's putting glass backs on them, ceramic backs on them. 
So that then we put, because they break, we put big cases over them to cover up that glass and ceramic back. Why don't you just make a really freaking, you know, two millimeter thick uh, Triton or uh, Tiva, uh, Triva back plas- uh, plastic back on your cell phone in the first place? I don't need to buy a case and it's not going to break. There's no money in that. Exactly. And it's not about, oh, look, I can rave about the quality of the finish on this glass thing like that, that I'm going to promptly cover and never look at. When was the last time you took the case off your phone? You know, <laughs> I rest my case. You're never going to look at the back. <laughs> the, th- the thing about that, and and I agree with you 100%, I don't know why they do glass. Fi- well, I know why they do glass finishes, because there's money in, in replacements. Yeah. Uh, the, the Yeah, the mobile industry, cell phone industry is is probably one of the dirtiest rackets out there. You know, they uh, tell you what I had. I actually have have them both here with me. I have um, I had an iPhone 10, right? Mm-hmm. La- I had it for two years, paid yep. it off yep. after two years. Within a month, I Instagram was freezing. The whole thing was freezing. It's right now. All it is is a glorified uh, iPod. Yep. Uh, and I got the new one because everything I I have, all my notes, all my stuff is on apple you know mm-hmm. so i'm like oh, gotta get another one of these blasted things and i've owned uh you know other android and other and other stuff like that but uh, tomato tomato at this point man it's all the same stuff you know and 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 i'm kind of curious out of all the materials mm-hmm. to be able to use at their fingertips hell i'll pay an extra couple hundred bucks cover this thing in titanium yeah. you know <laughs> or carbon fiber or something that's gonna last you know it, but we, we like get people who complain about you know we make a little amp portable amplifier, a little nickel amp mm-hmm. for periodic, and people are like, "Wow, it's it sounds awesome. It is a massive amount of power, quarter watt per channel into the IEMs. If you want it, if you can drive it that loud, it's stupid amount of power. Lasts eight ten hours on a battery charge. Sounds phenomenal. But people are like, "Wow, but it's plastic." I'm like, "That's because you do this all the day long, and if it's glass or metal, it's going to break and shatter and get all scratched up. Plastic, not so much." And right. You're not going to look at this and fondle this all day. It's going to go in a pocket and you're done with it. That's what it should be done with. Same with a cell phone. Same with like at Stark Sound, the buttons and knobs we use, the things we do. We machine our own binding posts, for instance. Um, almost none of the signals go through any of the switches or anything. They all control separate relays on the board. Mm-hmm. So that I'm sure if I don't know if you've ever had to repair old stereo gear, the number one things that go are old electrolytic caps. They always start leaking. <laughs> and um, all your knobs and switches, they all get dirty. And, you know, the pots always get dirty and noisy and things like that. Avoid that stuff. Design it so that that isn't a failure because that's what always fails. Mm-hmm. You try to design things right that last forever, look good. That's kind of what we drew. It shouldn't, there shouldn't be disposable. It shouldn't be your OS starts slowing down a month or two after, you know, after two years, it's time for the upgrade kind of thing. You shouldn't have stereo gear that starts dying in a year or four or five years because the pots get noisy. It's easy to design around it. And when, when you have those kind of problems, that's when technology starts rearing its head and says, look at me, which mm-hmm. is exactly what it's not supposed to do, right. in my opinion. So, yeah, that's been my guiding feature is how can I make stuff that sounds great, operates great, and everybody completely ignores? Because at that point, you've won. It, yeah. It's not about the gear. It's about the music. So, And honestly, for people out there looking for a serious pair of headphones – uh, and I knew you mentioned a lot of phones nowadays do not come with that three and a half millimeter port. And that is the most annoying thing. Like what, what, what what's the, why, why? I, you know, it, it's done strictly for money. So they can push you to buy new earpods, new wireless pods. Cause I mean, so number one, Bluetooth is just sounds like garbage. 
It does. does. Anything with symbols and it just sounds terrible. Everything's watery. It's not right. Um, They're forcing you to buy more equipment. Originally, when the iPhone 7 came out, it's like, oh, we can't put a jack in there because it's just all this other stuff. I I don't know if you saw that video. If not, I'll send you a link to it of a guy in Hong Kong who's like, I'm not going to take that. He actually hacked his own iPhone and put a jack inside of it. And it still worked with, I mean, with with their own off the shelf, you know, audio adapter that he put inside of it, and the outside lightning jack still work. And it all fit inside. A, a guy on his own, just playing for a couple months. In Please stuff. send me that video so okay. I can share it with everyone in the description. Exactly, it, it's that kind of thing. It's like, why get rid of the jack? The jack is, it's super reliable. It always works. It's a phenomenal connection point. You're mm-hmm. always going to get better audio quality. I mean, even my old Note Eight. Uh, it has a jack on it. It's got a it's got a nice high quality 192 kilohertz 24 bit Wolfson DAC in it. Really? So it sounds actually pretty damn good on this. Now now the, the DAC doesn't have very good current capacity, you know, drive capacity, so it sounds phenomenal on nickel. But otherwise, it sounds actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. The second you hook it up to Bluetooth, it's like, hey, we're back to MP3 to 320k or you know ACC AAC to 320k. We lose all the high res quality of this thing because we wanted to get rid of the jack because I want you to go buy a 200 dollar pair of Bluetooth headphones which my other favorite pet peeve only lasts for three to four hours on a charge. Now they say, oh, no, it's got 20 hours of time between, you know, cause the, the carrying case. Bullshit. How many people sit down and watch the first two-thirds of a movie, stop for an hour, and then watch the rest of it because they're recharging their TV? No. No. <laughs> it should last as long as you do. That, that's not fair. If, you're, if your TWS system runs for four hours – you can't claim it's got a 16-hour runtime. No, it's a four-hour runtime with three additional charges. Let's be right. honest. But that's not how it goes because we want to sell more gear. We want to sell more quick. No, if you just make a – I believe you just made a really high-quality pair of, of TWSs that lasted 12 to 14 hours. You don't need an extra charge case. People would buy them, especially people who love about music because they would have much better sound quality than Bluetooth. And they last a long time. I can actually listen to two or three albums in a row without a problem. Or I can listen to a double album without an issue. Yeah, and that's that's I think that's the biggest advantage I think of the three and a half millimeter jack is, you know, I I've been catching myself you know staying up kind of late because uh, I've been looking for music for a playlist to because I do obviously you know I do a lot of reviews and stuff like that so yeah. I constantly I, I kind of get tired of hearing the same music over and over again so I want to I want to explore new music and I've been using the IEMs at night to do that because I can't really blare my my system yeah and it's so convenient that you know unless the phone dies you know it's it's gonna continue continue on um i'm gonna have to check out the nickel because i think that would be a really cool uh addition you know because i i i'm I'm just going straight to the iphone uh lightning jack annoying thing yeah that's that's another thing that's so annoying you know and the new iphone i purchased doesn't even come with the adapter yeah does not come with the adapter they announced what today that they're not even including a power charger you know i mean Okay, so then what how do I wrong with people? Yeah, again, it's it's that kind of thing that essentially you end up nickel and diming people or pushing consumers to the point where their life becomes more complex of like, okay, so I bought the new iPhone, but now if I want to use headphones that are wired, I have to go and buy a separate adapter and I want to charge it. And this is my first iPhone, so now I have to go buy an, a charger for it. And all you've done is create friction. Mm-hmm. And now a person is spending all this extra time just to listen to a freaking song on a set of headphones they already own. Yeah. I don't want to, you should not force people to say, well, if you want to use my phone, you got to buy a new set of headphones. My answer is that I'm not buying your phone. I mean, that, that's literally it. it. It's that simple. And some companies get it. Some don't LG. They freaking understand it. You know, 
one of the biggest biggest source of, of use of, of cell phones is consumption of media, whether it's video or music. Every LG, all their whole V series have you know great ESS Saber DACs built into it. Lots of output current. They sound phenomenal. They all have a three point five millimeter jack. Why? Because it's what people use their phones for. Mm-hmm. And if you got Bluetooth, great. But if you want high quality, you're going wired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why turn that off? It, you know, it just it just makes sense. Just do it that way. Don't don't nickel and dime people. Don't force them to go out and do all this extra histronics just because you want to make an extra buck or because you want to lock them into the rest of your ecosystem. That's wrong. Play nicely with everybody else. Right. That that's kind of a guiding principle too. Everything we do at Stark Sound, at Periodic, all these various things, it all interchanges with everything else. And it should. It shouldn't be proprietary. It shouldn't be an integrated system. It it adds no additional functionality if you design it right. I mean, I've seen people, oh, our home audio, it's all integrated super system. Yeah, but it's still binding posts, it's still an RCA jack, right? Well, yeah. Okay, so Negative, positive to the speaker, and a single cable from the source. So that's three connections. Yours has three connections. How is your being integrated easier than mine other than you're using proprietary connectors so I have to buy your gear or get custom cables made? All you've done is made it worse for me. You haven't simplified it. Right. That's a guiding, guiding principle. Too many, too many companies are now wrapped up in the whole point of, well, how can we make more money rather than how can we let a consumer experience the, the media they want to experience the easier way? At the end of the day, if you give the the media lover, whether it's movies or music, a better, easier to use experience, I believe they'll ultimately come and turn around to you and say, yeah, this is the kind of stuff I want because I believe in what they're doing and I don't have to worry about thinking about their gear. I don't have to change my whole system. I don't have to buy special AirPods to work on it because they're screwed. No, it should work with anything. I, I agree. I think when companies, like I said, put money first, they, they already lost, you know. Yep. So, yep. so what's uh, what's next for you? What, what's uh, what's next on the plate for periodic audio? Um, um, a lot of things. So, I mean, so we just introduced a couple new amplifiers at Stark. Uh, right. You know, the D three hundred and twenty and the and the, uh, the 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 A four. So uh, the A eight three hundred and fifty, the D four three hundred and twenty. Sorry, um, and those are awesome. They're doing great. Uh, oh, I know. Cool. There's uh, there's one right over here somewhere. Yes, I know. That's what I said. They're, they're, they're you know they're they're killer. They're mass amount of power. They sound super clean. Um, got a few new interesting speaker concepts on the on the plate there too that we're playing with. Um, building on some of the stuff I've done in the last three or four years in terms of speaker technologies that I think are going to really shock some people. Uh, they look very different. They sound phenomenal. They, they do some very special stuff. Uh, I've been doing a lot of research into material science, not just metals and diaphragms, but plastics these last few years. Hmm. And there's going to be a big announcement coming out where uh, about some of the, the last three years with the research we've done with a massive chemical company, uh, one of the largest plastics chemical companies in the world. Um, and what comes out of that in terms of the acoustic properties of different plastics. People probably don't ever think about that, but they actually have measurable and audible differences. Uh, we have a few new products in the pipeline too at Periodic, um, not just IEMs, but we got some electronics products that we're working on that I think are going to, when they when they actually hit and release, people are going to go, well, that seems obvious. Why didn't nobody do it before? And the reason nobody did it before because nobody actually sat around and stopped, thought about what should be done for the consumer. Um, we're going to turn some people on, turn some things on their heads, I think. So I've been, I've been leaking out little pictures here and there on the Twitter feed. Sometimes you'll see a random picture of a PCB show up and it's like, what the hell is that? I'm not saying, but you're well, going to like I, it. I definitely, I definitely want first dibs at uh, the, the release, the release announcement, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen with, with periodic audio. I think you guys definitely are on the right track. You've been doing a great job with that. 
Starks on fire. Um, yep. Yeah, like I said, I, I have the 84 here. I've been auditioning every speaker I could possibly get my hands on with them. And just to give you an idea, the well, you already know, but the audible difference was staggering. Yep. Completely staggering. I did not expect it. I thought, you know, okay, it's it's a power amplifier. You know, it's, what's, yep. what's it going to do? Yep. It, it, it did. It did a lot. You know, and and what's amazing, a lot of people have looked at that, and, you know, the reviewers out there having things like that, and guys who are listening to them, and and tech heads looking, go, oh, you're just using this TI chip and that TI chip. I'm like, yeah, absolutely, we're using off-the-shelf TI chips. But why does your measure and sound so much better? Because it's the way it's designed. It's the whole integration of the whole system. It's the power slide behind it. It's you, when you sweat all the details, it works. Um, mm-hmm. There's a reason why we design everything that we do. Like at Stark, we build all of our own cabinets. We build our own transducers. We build our own electronics. I mean, we don't wind our own caps and coils yet, but we may one day, but we build everything else ourselves down to, you know, molding and tooling our own speaker cones and making our own voice coils and all that kind of stuff. Because when you own all steps, but you get exactly what you want. There's a, there's, I remember Greg Mackey used to walk around at Mackey way back in the day in the 90s and, mm-hmm. and shout out those who tool rule, which means if you make your own gear, you're going to get exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Don't use off-the-shelf things unless it just happens to exactly fit what you need. If it doesn't fit what you need, don't use it. So we 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 sweat those details. We don't just take a stock canned unit, you know, like guys like, well, do you use the ice unit or using the new cores or the IPEX? Like, no, we're making our own. Well, why would you do that? Because it sounds and works better. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's what people used to do before they kind of got lazy and just kind of block things together. Now, now that's no knock on on the on the new core and, and hypex and ice units. They can sound great, they could be great units. But if it's not exactly what you want, it's not going to give you exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. So don't do it. It's that kind of thing. So we, we, we approach that to everything, including down to, you know, the periodic stuff. I mean, like people are always shocked to find out that, you know, we even design and mold our own ear tips. You know, these, these little rubber ear tips, we designed and mold these ourselves. Really? Why? Because they're exactly what we want. A lot of companies just go buy them because, you know, they're a penny a piece. Well, no, ours, ours are two pennies a piece. Um, we design them ourselves, we mold them ourselves, they're a little more difficult to make, but then we also make them out of Dow Corning medical grade silicones, so they don't degrade as fast with the acidic nature of your earwax. Uh, they, they'll last longer that way, they feel better, they're more hygienic. I mean, it's little details like that. That's incredible. It's the small details like that that people don't know. You exactly. know, people, and this is why I like doing stuff like this, because this allows the creator, the innovator, the, the designer, the engineer, to be able to explain why you know that product is special you know yeah. and I, I think that's awesome i think that's all like nobody thinks of that you, no. you know damn well like 90 percent of the the you know the headphone market out there is going to the lowest bidder yep. using whatever they can from whatever country you will provide it to them yep and, and just puts it together and ships it out and that's why yep. things break that's why yep. things don't last that's why things don't sound good yeah, you know, very much so. People are, you know, people are wondering. Oh, you know, and I get requests all the time now, uh, recently, especially from Amazon, from companies. Hey, well, you want to review our headphones? Hey, you want to review this? Hey, you want to review that? Ninety-five percent of the time, I say no. You know, I, I, I just because I think I've I've been around enough to where I know when a product is not my style. Mm-hmm. You know what you know what I'm saying, and if it's not yeah. my style, I don't want it on my channel. I don't want to review it. I don't want to waste my time because yeah. that's just time I'm wasting when I'm not reviewing something better or something more special. You know? Yeah. So we, oh, we, we love giving that stuff out. I mean, to the point of 
if, if a company is not willing to tell you the details and how they do it and why they do it, mm-hmm. then they're, it, it's an indication that they actually didn't do it themselves. I mean, we not only designed everything like that, we have a video up on YouTube where we, you can actually watch one of my, one of my, my assembly guys assemble an entire set of IEMs. We videotape and we document the entire process from very beginning to the very end. Why? Because we do it here and we're proud of the fact that we do it here, right? In Ventura, mm-hmm. we're proud of the fact that we, we designed this stuff ourselves. And so we'll show it. You know, that, that's what carries it. It's the passion that comes through. So I guess at the end of the day, I just love, I'm passionate about music. I want people to have a great time listening to music. So listen to music. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want, if you want stuff on your, uh, on your music list, I'll tell you, uh, I'll give you lots of them. A uh, quick shout out to my buddies, um, uh, Two Steps From Hell. All that's right. the actual name of the group, Two Steps From Hell. There are, uh, there are a couple guys here in LA. They write music that's very, uh, uh, very heroic and very symbolic. It's it's actually music that they composed to be used in uh, video games, TV shows, movies, things like that. I actually think I've heard of them. Big and bold. Yeah. Um, off of one of their albums, um, uh, Sky World. There's all all's hell that ends well. Is an amazing soundtrack. It starts out small with strings and everything, and just builds and builds and builds to the point where near the near about eighty percent, ninety percent of the way through the song, it's this just you know Phil Spector esque wall of sound mm-hmm. of an 85 person orchestra with six sets of drums and synth and guitar. I mean, just this blast of sound that's just almost overwhelming. And if you have a bad, bad link anywhere in your audio chain, a bad amplifier, a bad source, a bad speaker, it just all blends together. You can't hear it. But if things are good, you can still be able to pick out everything where it's at and you can be able to hear each instrument on its own, even though it's just this crushing, overwhelming mm-hmm. presence. Volume. I love using that. I just listen to that track and it'll tell you if things can scale, if they're dynamic and if they have resolution. If it doesn't handle that track decently, I don't care about the rest of it. There we go. So there you that's go. Gonna be, that's going to be my game. Hell, all's hell that, that ends well. That's my homework for tonight. Um, you, you know, I, I just actually recently, uh, you know, be, I've been converted. I had a uh, spiritual, you know, experience with Tidal. Oh, yes. Um, so I went from Spotify. Well, actually, I went from Spotify to YouTube Music. And the only reason I went to YouTube Music is because of the catalog. It yeah. is ridiculous. Like you can you can source out anything there. Yep. But then, um, Mads Cliffoff, the the owner of Audio Vector, mm-hmm. I had a, a recent um, interview with him, and he's like, "Dude, you got after the after the interview, he's like, dude, you got to go with title. You know, yeah. I got a, I got a playlist you could check out. You know." And I'm like, "Okay." So it, I've heard it from several people, um, and. I said the hell with it. I'm gonna try it. So I've recently been tinkering around with uh, streamers. So I built. I don't know if you know. I built my own Raspberry Pi streamer. Oh, fun! Volumio. Um, wasn't I? Wasn't something pissed me off though. Yeah. Uh, maybe you can. Maybe you can make sense of this. And maybe a lot of people are having that. A lot of people are having this issue because I've seen it in the yeah. forums. Is I hear uh, before and during the song in the beginning and probably during. Uh, there's seems to be kind of like an interference sound. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like a weird, like white noise type of sound. Yeah, that. Yeah. It, it, that could be a lot of a lot of sources. That that may actually just be power supply pumping. Uh, a lot of times, as things buffer and stream and push through, power supply caps discharge come back up. Um, that's often a source of noise, both electrically as well as even mechanically. Sometimes you'll get singing caps where power supplies will pump so much the actual cap itself chatters and you can hear it mechanically you just put your ear up next to it and hear it but electrically a lot of times it's power supply so you need a better power supply i mean raspberry Pis are great systems to play with to kind of prototype but then move on to something a little more serious from there for streamer 
Oh, which um, I did. I did. I did. I don't know if you could see it from here, but there's a, a blue sound ah. node too high right there now. There so needless to say, I don't have that problem anymore. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. no, we we stream title all the time. Um, at our shows, that's all we use exclusively. You know, we'll download a couple hundred albums locally on, on the tablets we use, but then sure. we also have title running the whole time too. So if we don't have it, you can listen to it too. I love it because it's all CD or better quality. Right. And at right, this right, day right. and age, bandwidth is irrelevant. So why are you not using the highest quality sources you can have? Mm-hmm. Why live with anything else? That well, makes I mean, sense. Back in the day, I mean, when people had, when people were throttled or they had <laughs> only a certain amount of, you know, data, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I understand why they wanted yeah. But now that it's everything's unlimited and it's an unlimited yeah. world, yeah. dude, <laughs> fire it up. Exactly. You know <laughs> give me the bag. And it's funny how they give you the option on on spotify and stuff and and on all, pretty much all of them they go all right do you want to you want crap sound do you want okay sound or do you want like extreme quality yeah. and what the hell why would anybody not choose extreme quality exactly what's well, the point you know it's kind of like i have the others you know that's right exactly I, I mean unless there's still like you know mobile phone plans that still throttle and not have unlimited which there probably is and i'm you know I'm, yeah. I feel I feel for those people, but you know it, it's ninety nine percent of the people want unlimited everything, and they get it. You know, exactly. and, and then when you're hooked up to Wi Fi, it's even better. Exactly, exactly. And the reality is, even if you are on a limited product, uh, limited account, it's probably still a gigabyte or two gigabytes. Right. And when you think about it, that's actually a lot of albums because they'll do flat compression. You know, so at least it's down there. So yeah, it's a couple hundred megabytes per album. But okay, so if you listen to 10, 15 full albums a month, that's within your within your limit and you can always download with title too that's that's what i love is being able to download an entire album locally mm-hmm. and so when i do that all the time so when i'm going to travel i'm going to go on an airplane i'm going to be away from connection for a couple hours i'm just listening to my own downloaded albums sure perfect great i, I got high quality albums i just have 65 million in the background that i can choose from what i want <laughs> that's the cool part <laughs> you know the only opportunity i could say with title is the user interface so it's yeah horrible um so that's where it's kind of and the the intuitive properties that spotify has as far as selecting your music Mm -hmm. i didn't really see an option for that on title like they give you some mixes of things they might but they don't have like uh okay here's what you might like yeah and spotify actually youtube music actually nails it hard so they they have some kind of algorithm that just sees what what you like and goes from there yeah getting out of focus here there we go um yeah. however uh you know i think that's a huge opportunity for title to fix that uh i've never tried quo buzz have you tried quo buzz uh i reached out to him a couple times when they were in, trying to introduce themselves into the u.s when we were at trade shows they're saying hey if you're a vendor we'll we'll give you free they never got back to me never got back to me never got back to me and at this point i was like eh, I'm, I'm i'm happy with title i'm gonna mm-hmm. stick with title uh it's a cool u.s company i know several of the people who work there as well so you know uh Shout out to Ty Roberts, my boy. Uh, he lives down in Santa Monica. <laughs> we worked for Title too. Uh, a great guy. Uh, he was used to be the CTO of Universal Music, for instance. Um, wow. But uh, I, you know, they've got everything I want. Kobuz, I think, has a great option too. I'm, the important thing though is that there's more and more people. Even Amazon's getting into it now, pushing high res. You know, why aren't we not doing CD quality or 2496 or master quality? Because the sources are there. You can go get the stuff. Why are you not using it in the first place, right? Uh, Amazon has MQA now, doesn't it? They have some MQA as well. Um, they've got a lot of CD quality that you can stream. And, and that's the big thing to me is, do I get at least CD or better? That's yeah. what I want. 
And, you know, I'll be honest, I do use Pandora a fair amount when I'm like out in the, out in the, in the warehouse working. Mainly that's why I do my exploration. I've got a massively wide genres that it goes through and it just throwing crap out of me left and right. And every once in a while, something will hit my ear. I'm like, Oh, what is that? I'll go and download it from title, take a quick listen and go, I really like that. Or oh, it sucks. And all the other, if I really like it, it's like, Oh, it might go in the rotation. And it's like, if I really like it, I'll go buy it. Then I always have it. So I still do buy music as well. Pandora so. is a great replacement for FM radio. I think. Exactly. Exactly. You know? yep. I, I use it for a lot of that. Um, I will give a shout out though. I do listen to one radio station a lot. Zenith classic rock out of Waterford, Ireland. My boys at Zenith. Hey, I love them uh, at Zenith CR. Uh, we actually sponsor some of their shows even. Uh, really? So we actually, yeah, we, we, we sponsor you here. Periodic audio commercials uh, that we love it because again, we're passionate about sources of music and people who put out good quality music. And they're, uh, they're mainly classic rock, but they do a lot of modern rock, a lot of progressive rock, uh, things like that. And a lot of gems that people have never heard of, uh, or, or haven't heard for 20 years that are still great. They walk a very different path with very few commercials and we support that. We want to support the arts. We want people to go out there and experience good things. It's not just about supporting local people. It's about finding the best in the world. And the fact that they're in a beautiful town called Waterford, Ireland with, with some phenomenal, uh, distilleries there, you know, the boys at Spiked Island rum and Muldoon whiskey and things like that. It's, you know, it's a great place to be. So, um, you know, so we do <laughs> a little bit I of radio. Why you like to travel. Yeah, well, you know, what can I say? <laughs> when you're, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, right? You know, so. <laughs> anyway. Right on. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining me, man. I really appreciate this. Um, I know I kind of sprung it on you last minute and you're like, why not? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's always a fun time when we get on here and chit chat. I'm excited for everything coming up. Uh, I know you, Giles, and I have a little secret project going on and uh <laughs> We just got to find someone that can cut some godforsaken wood. Yeah, <laughs> anybody out there want to cut wood? Anybody that could cut wood, please contact one of us, Dan, me, Giles, and let us know your your skill set of cutting wood because this is going to be a very precision cut wood. Yeah, but yeah. um, but yeah, we're we're Giles and I are working on finding someone that can cut some wood. Uh, and this isn't a metaphor either. This is like we need someone that can actually cut pieces of wood. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, it's gonna be um, cool. It's gonna come out of this is gonna I, make. I, a lot I of after you sent over the after you sent over the blueprint for that, I was like, oh my god, that looks cool. So <laughs> it's gonna sound awesome too. Yeah, say? yeah, for sure. And especially the the stuff we're using on it. So yeah. right on. So look out for that. That's a super secret project. And uh, yeah, yeah, man. Anything else you want to let everybody know? Anything special? Any. No, that's pretty much it, huh? Unless you're starting another company. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's about it. Well, I mean, we're playing. We're always playing with little cool adapters and things like that. And you know, we may spring out a different brand that's not necessarily periodic. It might be something else cool. uh, in the audio world. But yeah, I just I love creating gear, and so I'm just gonna have fun, dude. Right. And I, I love talking about it too. So if you ever want to chat, look back. Yeah, up. man. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. You're more than welcome. All, All right, right, buddy. Well, we'll see you soon. And um, thanks everybody for joining us. And tune in whenever I do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all. Right. all. See you.